Thank you for listening to this podcast from TheUnheardNerd.com. If you like what you hear, please consider liking, sharing, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast feed of choice, and help us to keep creating and improving our content. Thank you. TheUnheardNerd.com This is Word to the Nerd, the interview podcast from TheUnheardNerd.com. My name is Will. On a cold evening in February, I headed over to the junction in south-east London, just off Cold Harbour Lane, to hook up with Uncommon NASA, Duke Zero One and Furious P, the former being from New York, the last two being from Nottingham in the UK, and they were on tour. Enjoy the show. Listen up, yeah, it's a word to the nerd, coming through the speakers from the one you never heard, a brand new show you don't want to miss, because you never heard a nerd with a style like this. Outside the junction, it's called the junction in yes. Loughborough Junction, in southeast, southeast London. It's southeast. I should know. This is my neighbourhood. Um, I couldn't tell if it was on the border. No, it's southeast London. I'm here with Uncle Manasa. What up? We've got Duke Zero One. Yes, yes. And Furious P. Easy. Furious P is turntablist and key to everything. <laughs> integral. Integral. You <laughs> forget it. And a very integral part of the car interview tonight. Um, so yeah, Uncle Manasseh, you're over from from what? New York, Staten Island. Yeah. Which is it? Uh, New York. I, I represent New York City, New York but City. I, I live in the Staten Island section of New York City. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, hop, skipping, and jump on the ferry into Manhattan every day. This is my uh, my commute. And, uh, you know, proud New Yorker, representing, waving a flag out here in the UK. Yeah. And first time here in the UK? Yes. Yeah. And uh, we've spoken before on the on the podcast. Sure, yeah. We, yeah, a while phone, back. Yeah. Ages, and then we've tried to get it I, together I, again. I, what's funny is I think I remember doing that in a car. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember pulling over and doing that in a car. Wow. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. That's a uh, full circle. That's a circle of life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so you guys have collaborated before as well. So uh, yeah. I just send this over to you. Uh, give us a, a lowdown on how you guys got together and started working together before. Um, so I had just finished um, working with a group that had kind of disbanded and fallen apart, and I was um, very much in the mind of I will never ever in my life be in a group again. I will be a solo artist from here <laughs> on in. And so I was very much um, just looking for how I could make that happen. And at the time, I, I just read... Um, Yes Man by Danny Wallace yeah. um, a, a book about a dude who just said yes to every opportunity and it was a really inspiring book and at the time I just joined Twitter and Uncommon Nas is very prolific on Twitter and he, he, he put out <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and he put, he put out an advert about um, NASA Labs is here and blah 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 and I thought 
you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it, and, and I did, and we kind of hit it off, and, and from there we we uh, produced uh, Steroid Stereo, um, which um, we did a kind of as a solo artist, but at the time I brought um, Furious P along to provide the cuts. <clears throat> and then from there on in, me and P just worked together and it, it became obvious that the combination, the, the relationship that we had, that we were a group even before we knew it, um, which is why <laughs> we now, I now find myself in a group again. But yeah, <laughs> but, 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 yeah and the cool thing is, is like um, Public Enemy with the Bomb Squad and they've got that sound. Last Sons has that sound with Uncommon Nasa because all of our stuff is produced by, by Nasa so we have a very unique sound with a New York um, edged um, beats with, with a, a UK perspective so it gives us something different but yeah. And, and you're out of Nottingham both of you so Furious P, um, had, you, had you worked with Duke before then? I think we'd, we'd, we sort of knew each other loosely just from being on like the local scene but we were sort of on different sides of the scene. <clears throat> and Is it like east side, west side of Nottingham? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different gangs. <laughs> yeah, different colours. <laughs> so, do you want me to move my seat forward? Because you are really Oh, no, man, this is all good. This is all good. <laughs> do you, do you, for anyone that's not sure, Jute is a, a massive man. <laughs> 13 foot 6. Cramped in the back of a small family car. Um, sorry, sorry. But so, uh, different sides of Nottingham. Yeah, and there's... I think you just needed a DJ, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and my name was suggested. It just gave me about. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, um, they, they mentioned Furious P's name as you should. Yeah, you should call him. And I was like, I would love to have Furious P, but there is no way he would be interested in working yeah. with me. I'm just me and blah blah blah. Um, but then I met him, and yeah, he was into it. I got to say, the name Furious P gives you know an image in your mind of like some you know <laughs> iconic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of that until we said I was thinking some iconic hip-hop artist, but you went there. We'll have to check how many paternity tests have been in Nottingham. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you're at the, the junction tonight. You're going to um, perform, it's just a short set tonight, yeah? Yeah. And uh, well, it's going to be Last Sun's stuff. Yeah, it'll be uh, Last Sun to perform, and then I'll perform as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll you know we'll do two uh, two short sets back to back. Mm -hmm. It'll be thirty minutes of, of, of hip hop entertainment nice. in a very very quiet setting. <laughs> <laughs> it's very you know very proper inside. We'll, um, we'll, we'll we'll take some 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 layers off of the the proper singer songwriter vibes that's going on in there right now. It's listed as a jazz venue. Nice. <laughs> There's no jazz going on in there. So we don't got like a people jazz. Got the jazz. Yeah, we I think got we got the jazz. jazz. None of our music has jazz. In <laughs> no, <place>. not that. <laughs> But um, well, since we're here, we got a reference uh, Mink swimming pools. Sure. And um, I mean, tell us how you came up with that idea. Um, I was thinking toward the end of the year, um, before the election, about kind of collecting a lot of my Rod Sterling influenced stuff. So, like, uh, you know, for those who don't know, like I'm a, I'm a super Twilight Zone and Rod Sterling geek. Like, I, I know pretty much everything there is to know about Rod Sterling as a person and as a writer. And, uh, and I know everything about Twilight Zone episodes that I possibly can. Um, and I was thinking to myself, like, oh, it would be really cool if I took all the songs that I sampled a little something or wrote a line about or whatever, put them on in one collection and then kind of like 
just put them out as, a, as like a Christmas gift kind of thing or like a New Year's Eve thing like during the marathon in, in, in America we have like Twilight Zone marathons on New Year's Eve that last like two, two full days and um, then the election happened and I was like man what really needs to happen is I need to figure out a way to raise some money for like a cause that'll help against what what's going on in the U.S. and really here too um uh, well, the charities won't help anyone in the UK, but <laughs> yes, but, but it's the same sentiment is happening. Indirectly, but, I, yes. I disagree, but yeah, sure. But uh, I think, um, you know, I thought about a couple different charities, ended up with the ACLU, which is American Civil Liberties Union, kind of stands up for people that uh, either have disabilities or uh, racial minorities that are being discriminated against, um, and NPR, which is National Public Radio, which is really a publicly supported radio that usually... Um, really finds so its way in telling the truth and, and the reporting things, but depends on the government to get a majority of their funding. So they're always sort of like, especially by Republican administrations, criticized. And so those two things to me represented Rod Serling really well in terms of like what he stood for when he was alive, which was fighting for civil liberties and social justice and, you know, coming up as a radio guy before he got into the, the burgeoning television scene and then became the Twilight Zone guy. Um, the creator, I should say. And um, so those two ideas sort of merged together in my head. And I really wanted to kind of, you know, not just be, you know, standing by myself and I'm going to do this. So, you know, I reached out to you and Unheard Nerd to kind of like loop it in because I felt like, you know, people that read the Unheard Nerd would have like some sort of reference to the Twilight Zone or maybe would become interested in it because of the record. Mm. And then I reached out to I Had an Accident Records because I thought that this type of album would fit really well on a tape and we could do some limited tapes and raise some more money that way so that people have a physical thing too. It's not just a digital thing. So the album, whew, lots yeah. of talking about this <laughs> album. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the album um, features, uh, like I said, a collection of some of the Twilight Zone stuff that I've done with two completely original songs and three... Um, adaptations of me doing readings um, from uh, monologues that, that Rod did on the show and then I put instrumental stuff behind that and so it's a, it's a quick little album that has some really rare stuff um, you know it has some maybe it has some hidden stuff too <laughs> uh, maybe um, and it um, you know it's 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 something I'm putting out there digitally it'll only be available until March 20th. Uh, 2017, and the tapes will only last for the 50 that last. And then all the money that we raise is going to go 100% to those two organizations. So it'll get split in half. Um, all, the, all the proceeds of it will get split in half. And, you know, we'll feel a tiny bit better about ourselves. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it's about, like, you know, hopefully it brings some people closer to my music, too. And, and certainly, hopefully, it brings some people closer to Rod Serling's work, which is really important to me. Um, you know, and, and obviously, we're, we're trying to make some kind of difference. Rod would have done something like that. I mean, you know, he, he wrote and fought against people like uh, President Camacho in the uh, United States for, for some time, mm. you know, so. Well, the, the, I mean, the album hits the just ahead of the curve in a way, doesn't it? Because in the aftermath of your Trump being elected, um, ACLU have got an awful lot of traction, yeah. especially with like Bandcamp donating you know, everything that they made on one one Friday last Friday. Yes, yeah. Um, the shows double double from you know, your rec release. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and yeah, you know, NPR. I, I, I mentioned it in my write up, but yeah, you know, it does stretch this far. I do. Yeah. I, I do listen to podcasts from NPR. Oh, listen, cool. Radio Lab is amazing. Right, awesome. And coming out of WMYC, mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, you know, it does. It does have an effect, and we should fund. I, I feel strongly about it, which is why. 
jumped straight on, yeah, absolutely. We're a global readership, it makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. Most of our traffic comes from the US, let's support the US. <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're in it together. Cool. So it's a global market. Um, so I mean, that's Mink Swimming Pools, you can grab that at uncommonrecords.bandcamp.com so, yeah. uh, for the digital version that we just discussed that yeah. we jointly kind of put together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I had an accident.bandcamp.com is where you get the cassette version. But if you go to uncommonrecords.bandcamp, there is a link right there that'll take you right over to I Had an Accident as well for the tape. Absolutely. Um, so what's, what's coming up? What's next? Uh, next for me is an album called Written at Night. Um, it will have uh, a couple of features. It's, it's an album that um, I signed to uh, um, a record label called Man Bites Dog, uh, which is in the U.S., and um, they basically wanted me to put together a, a record that was fully produced by myself with a lot of collaborations. So that's what I delivered. You know, I mean, I have a lot of collabs. Um, I have some some interesting names that'll that'll be on there with me that I can't reveal quite yet, but. It'll be fun. You know, I, I hope that, you know, people, at the very least, like, I want people that are familiar with me to be like, oh, cool, he did a song with this person or that person or, or you know, got back with Duke and did another song, you know, because like, there's a mix of people that I work with regularly, you know, the, the tight unit and people that, you know, the label was able to get me to work with and there was other people that... I just always wanted to work with that I that I knew but didn't wasn't a collaborator with and those three elements are sort of builds that record and um, I, I think it'll be cool it, it'll be out uh, in uh, probably July or so somewhere in the midsummer it'll be out nice so back to the present and um, the guys in the back patiently cramped <laughs> dying dying of uh, lack of space um, so you've played what one show already two shows yeah on, on this. one show. Saturday night, wasn't it? Yeah, we did Whitchurch. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Whitchurch, and you, uh, have you, did you play in Bristol? Uh, we went down to Bristol. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, we did a radio show out there. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Bristol, Bristol went off the rails a little bit. But, <laughs> but, but uh, we, did, we did do a radio gig out there, which was very cool, and Bristol was dead. So it's unlikely this will be out before the end of the, of the tour, I wonder, Paul. But um, mm-hmm. while, while the dates you've got, you've got a few coming up. You've got Leicester, you've got... Where else? Um, so we play uh, Sheffield, Sheffield tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, Manchester, Wednesday, Nottingham, Thursday, last Friday. And Basingstoke on Saturday, which is the uh, last date of the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. what next for Duke Zero One and Furious P after that? Well, last summer, well, we actually stopped doing gigs from October of last year and shut ourselves in a room because we've been... <laughs> we've been... Um, promising an album um, for the last two years <laughs> which we just haven't gotten around to recording or finishing or writing properly or whatever so we, we, we've taken that time since October and we're very close to finishing the album I think we've got like two or, two or three tracks to finish it, finish off play them to NASA for the first time since he come over here um, and the reaction is that album's called Chekhov's Gun um, that'll be out at some point this year um, some really exciting stuff happening this year yeah. good stuff so where, where do we keep up with Furious P on the, on the internet <laughs> I'm a bit of a recluse to be honest <laughs> this is why you don't get in the photos <laughs> <laughs> but I keep I keep I keep my life very separate to my music um, just because of the job that I do okay um so via, via Duke then? Via, via yeah. Duke, yeah. Via me. Yeah. And, and the Last Sons page. Yeah. Um, Last Sons on Facebook, um, the Duke Zero One page, 
on Twitter we're there um, I'm there as the real Duke zero one or underscore last sons yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I'm about to get more active on Twitter again um, to let the world know about Chekhov's gun uh, really really proud of, of, of this product great and, and we did reference before we started recording this interview actually when I first met you it's like Duke zero one is could be a reference to Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> it could be. It could, it could be. be. Well, I'm, I'm not the blackest redneck that you ever saw. But um, yeah, I, when growing up, um, Dukes of Hazard. That's the finest TV program ever made. It, they, it, there's 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 a number one and number two spot that keeps interchanging between that and the Fall Guy. Oh wow, but, I love the Fall Duke, Guy. Dukes of Hazard is is the one for me. But no, um, when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> Going back to the black redneck thing, my 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 aunt, you always used to look at me because I was a big kid and go, "Oh, here come the Duke," as in John Wayne, and I decided to go back to that name. But because we've already got a very very famous and very well respected salute um, MC Duke, I needed some way to differentiate myself. And looking around my living room, there was. A General Lee just happened to yeah. be sitting there on my mantelpiece in Pride of Place. <laughs> <laughs> Next to my Confederate flag and my gollywogs. Um, and yeah, and uh, I just thought, well, there, the zero one. And I just put them together. So yeah, Duke Zero was. <laughs> I wanted to get that on the recording. So, um, I gotta tell you about my, my landing here in London. Yeah. Like, uh, I, did, I had to do something extremely um, frivolous today. Where, um, uh, shout out to my wife, um, she told me with express instructions that when I got to England, I had to get the Pokemon Go game on my phone, log in with her account, mm -hmm. and collect her what is known as a Mr. Mime. You're not the first rapper I've had this conversation with. <laughs> oh, funny, man. It's, yeah, it's really funny. So, Mr. Mime, so I got some street card now. So you I thought you were ruining everything. Yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Mr. Mai, man, I had to, like, we parked here, we're right uh, right next to the junction here, and this fucker is like, you know, you know, if you've seen the character, he's kind of like waving at yeah. you like a mime, and so like, but you can only see a shadow when you haven't collected him already, so this fucker's like this. And so I had to look up, in the background, I could see where this guy was hanging out at some hospital around the corner, mm. and I had to then Google or, or search for the the um, the address of said hospital building. Mm -hmm. Then I had to put the address into my Apple Maps app and then I had to use that to walk <laughs> through the cold in a city in a foreign country that I've never been to before. This is probably the most I've walked around to begin with because we've just been in a car everywhere we've been going yeah. uh, alone um, you know, on the mean streets of, of Southeast London. Oh, cold harbor line. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, very risky. And uh, and I collected this little bastard <laughs> and um, and put him into her Pokemon Go. And I, I now I'm done with that. I, I don't have to drive through a country I've never been to and not look out the window because I'm staring down at this freaking app. Um, so shout out to Angela. She now has a Mr. Mime, which uh, would be pretty much impossible for her to get other than hatching it, is what I'm told. Yeah. But yeah. apparently that's really hard to do when you're in the U.S. I mean, you know, I have to confess, when I was in Canada last year, I was doing well, the same for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know all the names of the characters because I have to, when I, when I, I was saying to them too, like when I'm uh, the passenger in the car and she's driving, mm. she will regularly try to hand me the phone <sighs> and say, hey, can you collect whatever you can? I'm looking for a Charmander or God yeah. knows what. <laughs> 
And, you know, and then it becomes my job to do these things. And, of course, I'm not doing it correctly. You know, when I'm throwing the, the fucking balls, like, no, use a mega ball. Use the ultra ball. What are you doing? You're wasting my balls. Like, I don't know. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's an experience, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I play the Yu-Gi-Oh! app, so I'm not an innocent person. I, I don't fuck with Pokemon too tough, but, you know, I'll duel you at any moment. So, Good stuff. Well, um, guys, thank you very much. Um, NASA yeah. didn't ask where we would find you online. Uh, you can usually find me on Twitter. Yeah. As you guys know, um, I'm at Uncommon NASA. Um, of course, UncommonNASA.com will have all the latest and lead you to all the social network stuff, too. But I'm Uncommon NASA on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank, thank you. you. What up, Yes? Yo, what up? We on that old school New York 1993 pre-caller IG. Hang up that payphone or you might get struck by lightning. Exciting. Case collection representing color spectrum for the smart people. And I will want the heat seeking. Urgent message intelligentsia. Feel the buzz pop a quarter and that's how they get to you. Subway station overrun underground connection. Silver market tag to handle its audio visual expression. And I'm betting that you really caught Collecting, saying your name, then hanging up, but still relaying a message. Lessons of the simple urban legend lore. Repetition said it once, twice, three times, and more. That 90s paper chase melted down to metal. When unsettled coins in pockets turned special. Only one way to compensate a line might make you wait behind someone else's phone debate that might make you late. Operator one, two. Operator three, four. Operator, I need to make a collect call. Somebody hit the people with the number one feature. It's a collect call operator that I speak to. Ways to communicate and surely change by the day. It's like a rude awakening, breaking in the next phase. Cause I remember them days. Had to make a move to get your message through. Mission through different boats. Still trip when I think the shit I used to do. Who's the dude? Think he's cool with some deeper digits. Get me to a payphone quick so I can hit the booth. Sometimes even needed to call collect. It's the truth. Easy to forget, God forbid. Didn't have a case quarter, it will make it more of an obstacle. Guess we had time to kill. Time change, I'm constantly reminded still. Did you get the picture? No, I don't mean a transmitted image you could put as your home screen. I'm talking back then, it feels like an old dream. No internet, cell phones, you know the whole thing. We take in vain, the saying it breaks our brain. Radio waves in the way we all slaves to a monkey plan. I'll be damned. Operator 3, 4 Operator, I need to make a collect call Somebody hit the people with the number one feature It's a collect call operator that I speak to New York telephone charges less, less, less On 95% of all calls made in your regional calling area And that area covers a big part of your world New York New York So, so, so remember New York lives Unheardnerd.com